0: Hello, welcome to The Opinionistics. I'm your host, John Malone, and we'll potentially have other co-hosts joining us, but if not, let's go with the flow. Introducing, from British Columbia, Canada, Lillian Bromet.
1: <laughs> hi everyone, hi! <laughs>
0: Hello. So, what do you do, L- 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 Lillian?
1: Well, uh, I do a whole bunch of things, actually. My days are so full. I don't even know how I fit it all in sometimes. My husband and I work together to run our business, Brummett Media Group. And that name, that title sort of acts like an umbrella that kind of encompasses everything that we do. And it really simplifies things because we're kind of diverse in the various services and products we have available that we're out there marketing and, and handling. So it simplifies it when it comes to business in the office, you know, keeping the records and accountants and all that, having it all under one umbrella. So we have different sections under the Bremen Media Group, and that includes Dave's uh, teaching and drum repair studio. So. Uh, Dave is a, as a a longtime drummer for I don't know maybe 40 years now. He's been in you know bands that have toured um, Canada and BC and opened up for some big name bands and what have you. And now we've sort of slowed down. We're living in a smaller community, living a quieter life, and he and he's now offering some uh, his drum expertise in other ways. So we converted the, the lower half of our uh, home into his studio. So it has like a street entrance, low end, you know, straight level entrance into the door. And um, and it works out perfectly. He teaches drum kits and he also teaches various types of percussion. Down there, he hosts family workshops, group workshops. He does all kinds of repairs of various types of percussion instruments and drums and tunes and servicings and all of that. So that's one section of the business. And that part also includes our Drum It with Brum it blog. Um, Of course, geared towards musicians in general, but it's got a really heavy slant towards drummers and percussionists. And when they go there, they'll find all kinds of like quotes and articles and interviews and product reviews and amusing stories of people on the road and, you know, tips and all kinds of things there. And then on the uh, other side of it, we have the Bremit Media YouTube channel. And we have the Brummett's Conscious blog. And those two focus on things like living consciously and proactively and providing information. Like on the Brummett Media Channel, we're offering marketing tips, writing advice, green and sustainable living topics. And we share like readings from our books as well. And on the Brummett's Conscious blog, we do like... um, Uh, Interviews with people from around the world who work in the world of writing or greening the world or bettering the world in some way, which is really inspiring for us personally. All kinds of like inspiring stories and informative product reviews and helpful articles. It's a daily blog, lots of information. That thing's been running for 18 years now as a daily blog. And then we have our six books that are available on Amazon as well, plus all the ones that we're currently working on to um, you know, publish. And as as time goes forward, as our schedule opens, we're working really hard. We have a trilogy coming out very, very soon. Um, we're following that up with the Backyard Gardener's Guide, and we have like some fiction that we're gonna be working on in the future as well. So lots of things going on underneath that Bremen Media Group uh, umbrella.
0: Wow. That, that, that's a lot of stuff. It really <laughs> is. Yeah, it keeps us busy. <laughs> Great. And what is the main particular focus of Brummet Media Group?
1: It's really about making the world a better place. <clears throat> we wanted to use the skills and abilities that we personally have um, in the realm of, of music and writing and gardening. And uh, to put that forward in the world to leave a positive legacy behind us. For us, we've had a, a few you know, personal tragedies in our lives, um, which really gave us some major wake up calls as to like the value of the moment and how we can utilize that moment to make a difference and leave a lasting positive legacy with small actions. And so we, f- we started focusing on that and it kind of developed into, <laughs> into what we do now.
0: Okay. Impressive. And what what other kinds of media are, are you thinking about expanding upon in, in a sense?
1: Okay. Well, uh, with our two blogs, we're right now, we're working those really hard. The Bremen the Brahmat's Conscious blog is uh, is receiving anywhere between 4,000 and 400,000 visits in a month. 400,000 was our highest you know, peak there. And But on average, it's more like around 4,000 a month, between 4,000 and 10,000 a month on average. Um, and so we're working on developing that and really broadening the reach with that. Uh, the Drum it with Bremen is uh, something that we're working on expanding as well. Dave has a lot of things that he wants to work on developing that the youtube channel is fairly new it's only about maybe a year maybe 18 months old i'm not sure exactly fairly new and so we're slowly releasing content trying to you know build more content on it and develop we have more playlists that we'd really like to expand what we're showing there on the on that channel but we have right now i think five or six channels that we're working on building content for so it's kind of a slow process in developing those right now. Uh, my husband has plans on um, creating an an, uh, an online store for his percussion accessories that he's developed and tested on the, on on the uh, road, you know, with various bands that he's been in playing live and getting other, you know, percussionists to try them out and, and test them, beta test them. And so they're at the st- we're at the stage now where we're, we're almost ready to launch into that, but we have to get some of these other projects done first, you know, one thing at a time.
0: Oh, <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> cool. So where do you see yourself 20 years from now?
1: Retiring.
0: (laughs) We're in our fifth.
1: Well, I'm in my mid fifties and Dave's, you know, a little bit farther than that. He's, he's like 56, 57. I think right now I'm 52. So we're mid 50 ish. So we're kind of looking at more the developing the evergreen aspect of the materials we've already produced um, further developing them like we would like to do e-courses based on our one of our books the purple snowflake marketing and also on the upcoming gardening book we see uh, e-courses and on-site courses possibility to help us as we you know uh, merge into the retirement years uh, to help us sort of uh, also still be able to run a business but at that level of being retired so we're trying to head in that direction but we're also seeing the the timeline you know how many more years do we have and how much more do we have on our bucket list we really want to accomplish so that time crash is kind of we're feeling that right now
0: <laughs> okay fabulous what, what what is your favorite thing about the area that you're currently currently in right now
1: you know, the for me, it's the writing. For Dave, it's the music. He thrills. He just gets he has so much uh, personal uh, energy and fee- food out of uh, performing and teaching. He has a real passion for taking um, instruments that would have been sent to the landfill. They would have been considered unrepairable and, and he can repair them and them back to being beautiful instruments he can make a cheaper instrument sound like gold you know he he has these skills and for him to get people to you know uh, embrace instruments that are sitting in there, gathering dust and cobwebs, <laughs> and get them back into the you know back into the school rooms or back into their living rooms so that they're playing them and bringing joy. For him, that's a real passion. When he goes out and he plays live and he sees people's faces transform from the stress that they're obviously carrying on the shoulders. Every one of us is packing around our own garbage truck load, you know, and if we don't find a way of easing that load and and getting rid of some of that we end up dumping that load on somebody else and one of the ways that people are able to offload that is by going to these type of live performances you know going and seeing a band and just enjoying the music and getting getting some of the stress off their shoulders and and getting that awe moment you know that point of relaxation and he really enjoys seeing that when he goes out performing for me for myself it's the writing I i personally get a real thrill out of playing with words and the rhythm of the words and you know finding ways of expressing things and and uh writing about things that i'm really passionate about that i'm trying to help others um You know, develop more skills and and encourage them, motivate them to move in a direction of a greener, more sustainable lifestyle with really easy things that they can do or to better their, you know, dreams for their home-based or entrepreneurial ideas that they want to pursue, don't know how to go about it. If I can help them in any kind of way, man, that's such a thrill to be able to do. So for me, I I get a lot of
0: joy out of those aspects. Fabulous! Is there any books you planning on writing and or publishing very soon?
1: Well, yes, actually, <laughs> uh, we have a trilogy that's coming out, and this one is in fact not our writing. This is writing that uh, my husband's father had. Uh, been like a closet writer and a closet artist he wasn't he's won a few contests he's been published in a few magazines it wasn't something he published he pursued as a career but he had this beautiful talent with photography and poetry and storytelling and including you know fiction but also memoir you know stories of his life and making them so much, so enjoyable so personable and so what we've done is we've put this trilogy together is celebrating all of his writings and some of his photography and we're currently um you know struggling to find the time to get the final stages of the publication of this done it's it's uh you know the final stages anybody that's out there that's published books before always that you know that the final stages are always so much more longer and excruciating than you ever perceive they're going to be even if you're a seasoned writer every every book is like that and so we're at that stage right now that excruciating you know long-winded stage before publication but we're really looking forward to having that one out. And behind the scenes of that, I'm also uh, casually working on this uh, manuscript that I've been slowly developing. It actually started back before my late mom, before she passed away. She was chronically ill and she was a master gardener. And I used to turn to her for quite a bit of advice. When I was running, when Dave and I were running, like we ran this five acres gardens for the spa, we had a 10,000 square foot market garden, we had a variety of different, you know, locations where we had gardened. And I was always, you know, going to her turning to her mom, you know, (laughs) what do I do with this and all of that. So she was my guide, my guru, my soft place to fall as a gardener. And um, so when she was in the final Stages her last couple of years and on this planet, we collaborated on making sure that all of her knowledge and mine was collaborated in this notes for me for the future. And slowly, as the years have gone on, Dave and I have added to that with our, you know, what we the knowledge we've gained in our various experiences, different elevations, different locations, stuff like that. And so we've been able to. Um, Create this data that is just aching to be um, organized and put into this manuscript form. So I have started on that. Um, I've gone at it a few times in the you know years, but uh, seriously, you know, putting it into chapter format and getting you know rough drafts on it happening. I'm at that stage right now with that book, and so it, it's like it's a way of celebrating my mom, and um, but it's also a way of uh, us. Uh, sharing the knowledge, the hands-on knowledge that we've had in a variety of different experiences and um, hopefully inspiring others.
0: Incredible, incredible. What What is your favorite thing about running Bromet Media Group?
1: I think being self-employed. For myself, um, my husband has to still work the day job to make sure that we have that steady income because there's an ebb and flow when it comes to being uh, an entrepreneur, and you don't always have that steady income. So he has this really nice job where he also gets uh, benefits that come with it. So that takes care of the um, this, the what if stress. If if this month we're not bringing in as much as we need to make our you know make our needs met. We know that that's already met with his job, so it's not that big stress load on our on our uh, plate. And then um, being able to work with my husband as a partner, we really collaborate in um, really well. Uh, we've it's taken a while, you know. We've, we've been married thirty two years. You know, we've had to develop our method of working together, but. He balances out myself like so perfectly. For instance, he's really charming when it comes to in person um, he's very confident about going and you know doing a cold car call at a, a store we haven't been to yet to see if they want to stock our books or you know these kinds of things. He has he's very good at that I guess being a musician and all that he's used to to doing those kinds of things. I'm a little bit more like I want to be in the office. yeah, I don't mind you know I'll do interviews here. In the office, and I'll you know I'll do one on one meetings with people in the office. I'm not really the whole group and stand on stage or, or uh, you know that makes me really super nervous <laughs> and anxious. So, but that's where he shines, and so it's really interesting how we were able to develop and work together. And I think that's my favorite thing is that I'm able to work with the love of my life at the business that I'm really passionate about and we both bloom at it. It's not something that um, has taken away from either one of us or uh, added in unwanted stresses on our relationship, which is, I feel really privileged and
0: very pleased about that. Fantastic. So would you rather breathe on the water or have an agility of a cat?
1: Oh, I would definitely want to have the agility of a cat. Um, I have a bit of a fear of water in regards to deep water. (laughs) My husband, Dave, actually taught me how to swim and, uh, you know, how to float without panicking and, um, you know, be okay with being in a, a boat, but I'm not terribly thrilled with being on water and in deep water although i love lakes so being on the shore and walking along the shore and you know walking into the water is fine but as soon as my feet aren't touching that, <laughs> that ground i start feeling a little nervous um but uh yeah <laughs> i i would see myself being agility of the cat i would like to be as um as sleek as a cat too that would be really nice physically. <laughs>
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. Do, do you ever travel often?
1: No, actually, we don't very much anymore. We used to at one point, you know, we used to have a trailer, um, like a camping trailer. And um, we would go to a variety of different places. And we would do like book tours and, you know, larger drum workshops and stuff like that. But our lives have slowed, you know, when Dave would go doing live gigs and concerts and things like that, um, there would be he would take the trailer with them. And, and so we would do traveling in that regard, um, but not as much anymore. I think our last uh, larger book tour was probably about five years ago um, when I think that year also we sold our trailer and we decided to do a little less traveling. We found that traveling mixed in with our already really heavy schedule was just stressing us out too much. So we try to keep that, we try not to do too much of that
0: okay that's fair if you had a song for every time you enter the room what song would it be
1: oh my gosh i don't know um i can't think of a song right now oh gosh i don't know that's too tough of a question for me to can i pass <laughs> i can't think of one right now
0: well i guess so but it's just uh yeah, you know what? Well, fair enough. You can, yeah, you can pass the question. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What is your favorite ice cream topping?
1: Ice cream topping? Mm hmm. Oh, that would have to be chocolate. Mm hmm. I mean, it would have to be, right? Or, or maybe our homemade blackberry syrup because, you know, that's just to die for. I love my blackberry syrup. Okay.
0: Sounds good. What's your favorite season?
1: Hmm. I absolutely love every season, but I'm probably gonna have to say spring. Um, Just seeing everything turn green, the beautiful weather, the um, spring rain is so much different than rain rain in the fall. You know, fall rain's kind of gloomy spring rain. I don't know. It's got life to it and um, being a gardener, you know, it's the exciting time of like planning out the gardens and seeing all the things come to bloom and, foliage popping out and all that, you know, after a, after a winter month or two of sticks and stuff. So, it's nice. I don't know. I think spring would have to be my favorite.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that sounds very good. What has been the highlight of your week?
1: Highlight of my week actually was in regards to... Um, We had a whole bunch of drum repairs come in. We had, uh, I think, four come in from uh, Fernie, which is about, I don't know, eight hour drive away. We had uh, another couple come in from Weimere, I think it is, and that's about five hours, a four hour drive away, something like that. So we've had some uh, people come in and find us randomly. Oh, surprise, you know, contact. Can you repair my drum from longer distances away than we usually uh, receive? Usually it's closer to home and so it's really uh, exciting that people are willing to travel that far to have their <laughs> drums repaired by us and in that number you know recently so that was pretty cool that was actually in the last couple of weeks though I don't know if that's cheating
0: well I don't mind it's just <laughs> whatever goes with the flow <laughs> do you like spicy food
1: yes Yes, actually, in my younger years, I probably liked it a little too much because now I have to order the more milder versions of like Indian food and stuff like that. And now when Dave cooks, he, he's an excellent cook, but when he cooks, he tends to throw in a little bit heavier spices. So he, he lays back a little bit for it or I serve it with like, a you know, a Greek yogurt or something for myself so I can kind of calm it down. But I do like the spicy food. I really do.
0: Fantastic. What's your
1: what's your hidden talent? My hidden talent, I have like this zen thing with dogs. Like you get me one on one with dogs and they just like really respond and I don't know, they really they seem to understand what I'm saying. We had like this connection. I I just love being around dogs. I do some dog sitting too. And it's really fun to like expose our two very energetic kelpie dogs to all these different Size dogs and all these different energy dogs, and to watch these different relationships happen. And I've been able to like help some of our neighbor dogs overcome some of their fears. And sometimes they'll come and they may not have the same uh, amount of training that we have. And so they'll leave with a little bit more training. And it's just, really nice to be able to improve those dogs lives and I don't know I just have such a thing for dogs my husband used to say I'd fall in love with every dog I saw and I think that was probably even more so true when we were younger I remember going for hikes and walks and stuff somebody would be coming along with their dog and there's me on the ground who cares about people you know i'm on the ground i'm having a great time with the dog (laughs) whether they you know the dog and me just just having a great time so i suppose that's my hidden um talent Hmm.
0: all right then sounds good if you have to choose between skydiving bungee jumping or scuba diving which one would you choose
1: oh my gosh I think, <laughs> I think I might just go for the skydiving because all of them terrify me. But I, thought if, I think if I had to, to do it, I would probably go with that one. Because usually go with like an instructor <laughs> who does everything the first time. So I'd
0: probably yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. If you could travel back in time, <clears throat> what decade would you want to live in?
1: Oh my goodness. You know, I always hear people talk about like the good old days and I, I kind of tongue in cheek for me because I think of, well, you know, gosh, what about like penicillin and, and, you know, women's rights and, you know, various things. I mean, there was a time when a girl couldn't even walk down the street without an escort with her. Cause that was just like forbidden, you know, I don't know. Um, going back too far. I don't know. I think I think if I could, I would go back to before the settlers came to uh, Canada or North America and to have um, come as a member of one of the Native groups. I think that would have been, that would probably be, as, yeah, that would probably be where I'd choose.
0: Very nice. What would be the first thing you do if you won the lottery?
1: Oh, well, I paid off my mortgage. <laughs> I don't know. I would probably, um, I'd probably, well, I know that I would I would give at least 10% of it away. We have this policy of giving 10% of our earnings, 10% of our um, what we receive from the Bremmet Media Group as well uh, to a charity. And we do that annually. And so we would do the same doing that. I mean, there's nothing like giving to an organization that really needs it there was a, a call out recently at one of the pet shelters and they wanted to plant some trees in their field you know things like that can have a really lasting impact both for the environment and for the organization and so i'm really passionate about trying to make a difference in every way i can so i would definitely set aside some for that one of my favorite places to give to you is um, seeds of diversity uh, w- which works with all kinds of international seed banks and um, what they do is they preserve seeds forever. One part of their work and so they take all these seeds that would have been that are endangered they're rare they're endangered of of like not being available to us anymore all that genetic information all gone from from humanity and instead they're they're working really hard to save each one of these varieties and so to be able to you know give like 500 bucks and save a seed variety forever for forever is a really cool thing to be able to
0: do okay Fabulous. And that is all we have for this episode. It's great having here, Livian. Talking about from a media group, your works as an author, and uh, wow, a lot of other things. It's been amazing.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I've really had fun with this. I'm sorry I couldn't answer the song question. I just drew a blank.
0: (laughs) That's all right. It happens to me all the time. (laughs) And until next time, stay opinionated.